0: This is the podcast where you come alive to your own exclusive magic and find strategies to work that magic in the real world in a way that feels authentic and exciting and inspired and lucrative (laughs) and fun. I'm your coach, Bethany Shipley, and this is The Bethany Shipley Show. Most of the time I'm interviewing people who work inside their magic, who have somehow hacked the code and found the, I don't know, intersection of their Venn diagram of their gifts and their skills and their career. And I feel like that's kind of the ultimate dream is to find fulfillment inside of what you contribute into the world. And I love finding people who are just hitting the bullseye with this and interviewing them because I feel like what happens is even just getting access to listen to that level of inspiration, that level of excitement, it awakens something inside of those of us who are maybe still searching for that or we don't feel like we're on the bullseye or maybe we're still on our journey to that. And I do believe that, I do believe that we're all here for a purpose. I do believe that there's meaning to us walking around on this big marble ball as I joke. Um, I don't have any sort of like scientific evidence to back it up, except for the fact that like I feel it deep in my gut so much so that I'm obsessed with it. And I continue to share this podcast with thousands of people around the world because I care about this message that you are divinely inspired, that you are here for a reason, that you are an extension of love energy, and you have so much love to give to the people in your life around you. And so um that is the whole purpose of this podcast and I this morning was driving back from dropping my little kids at preschool and I just had this like lightning bolt feeling that today I wanted to record a solo episode talking about what was I made for? This song that Billie Eilish recently released and became so popular in the Barbie movie has taken the TikTok and Instagram reels by storm because so many people are resonating with the message. And that is essentially like this search for meaning. And I have been on my own desire, my own search of this, my own trying to break down the, you know, alg- <laughs> the complicated question of like what is my meaning here what is my purpose and I stumbled upon a book written in 1946 by Victor Frankl. Victor Frankl was chronicling his experiences as a prisoner in Nazi concentration camps during World War One, and he was a psychotherapist and he discovered that basically to to identify a purpose in each man's life or each person's life They could do that in three ways. The completion of tasks, caring for another person, or finding meaning by facing suffering with dignity. And so Frankl used his time inside of a Nazi concentration camp to analyze and discover that that the people who were able to connect with a purpose in life and feel positive about it and then immerse themselves in imagining that purpose such as like they would imagine themselves having a conversation with a loved one, maybe even a past, passed away loved one, or imagining a, a conversation like, you know, through the clouds with a loved one. They, he believed, like according to Frankel, the way that a prisoner imagined the future affected his longevity. And the book intends to answer the question, how was everyday life in a concentration camp reflected in the mind of the average prisoner? and it is really really absolutely ins- incredible what he put together now i haven't read the book myself i've like watched youtube videos about it and it's on my list of things to do today if i get done with this podcast in time <laughs> before to get before i go to get my little kids but i want to share a qu- two quotes from victor frankl one of them kind of feeds on the final one which is my real my real message today number 1 Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. What Viktor Frankl is saying is that when we are dealt the challenges of life and we realize that we are no longer able to change a situation, the only thing we are challenged to change at that time is to change ourselves and to change our mind. And what I've been learning in culmination with this desire and search for meaning has has been that our thoughts that we think determine the feelings that we feel. And I understand how this can be an extremely tricky thing to say because there are so many situations in which a natural human reaction is so valid. It's so valid. And... I, I'm especially remembering a season of my life and that's actually very fitting because last night I was up in the night with my little two-year-old and I'm tired today. (laughs) So I remember a season where she was not sleeping through the night for months and every night around 2 a.m. she would wake up and be extremely itchy. She had eczema from head to toe. I'm talking like bloody, like painful, terrible eczema and until we knew how to help her with that um I I would be up in the middle of the night with her and just literally praying to God like please make her go to sleep make this stop itching and during that season I don't know maybe I'm just a total diva and like (laughs) to imagine um like being okay with that felt almost like a betrayal of my maternal instinct But the reality is that the thoughts that I was thinking about the situation were causing the way I was feeling about it. I was feeling destitute. I was feeling extremely depressed around it and around other things in my life at the time. It was the thoughts that I was thinking about that were causing the feelings that I have. And so I'm not here to say if you want to, you know, if you want to feel great, just just ignore your reality. But but. There is something to it that the thoughts held in mind duplicate after their kind, and what Viktor Frankl is saying is that the power of human, the last of human freedoms, the most important of human freedoms, I believe, is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's way. I'm sorry, to choose one's own one's own way. Um, okay, so the second quote that I want to share is this, man is that being who invented the gas chambers of Auschwitz. However, he is also that being who entered those chambers upright with the Lord's Prayer or the Shema Yisrael on his lips. This quote was found in Frankel's work in The Man's Search for Meaning. I'm going to say it again because I feel like it's so so powerful to this conversation man is that being who invented the gas chambers of Auschwitz. however he is also that being who entered those chambers upright with the lord's prayer or the shema yisrael on his lips What it's saying is the same divine intelligence that's swirling around, that's infusing our receptors, the brains that we get to have in this body, with all of the divine intelligence of how to do these things is the same divine intelligence that gives us access to choosing our reaction to any situation. And it is the same divine energy which tells me one thing and it reaffirms so much of what I have come to believe in the last season of my life, which is we are born blessed. (laughs) We are born in love. We are born an extension of love. And we have access to that which is so divine. And when we can stay connected to that, our life feels so purposeful and meaningful. And how you stay connected to that is probably gonna look different than how I stay connected to that. And we might have different terms for things that we're, we might be saying the same thing. We might not be saying the same thing. But my my whole point is, what was I made for? Is maybe not the question that is the most powerful mind food to be thinking. What was I made for? It, it leads down black and white answers. It leads down, that there's like a, I was made for this and this, or this and this. I was made for this, not this. And instead, I wonder if the question is instead, I was made, or it's a statement. It's not a question. I was made. Now, what do I want to do with the gifts and the skills and the personality and the spirit inside of me? What do I want to do with that? And what ends up happening is the same thing I've been talking about on this podcast for the last few months, which is, We realize that it's not in the doing that we find our being. It's in the being that we find what we are here to do. I'm going to say it again. It's not in the doing that we find our being. It's in the being that we then find what we are here to do. And so often we put the cart before the horse because we so badly want to receive, at least for me, we want to, I want to receive a pat on the head. I want to receive the affirmation, the applause, the like, yes, this is what you're born to do. Wow, you're so good at that. Wow, you should be doing that. You're born to do, like, I want that outside input. as so desperately want it. <laughs> and so I would do things to try to get it instead of focusing on what to be first, What do I feel like? Who am I? What am I being? And then the doing comes from that. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. If you love this podcast, share it with a friend and follow me over on Instagram, Bethany J. Shipley. I'll look forward to connecting with you over there. Thank you so much for listening to The Bethany Shipley Show. I hope you feel more inspired. I hope you feel more excited, more clear on what your magic is. Because you are made of magic. And so all you have to do to make the magic happen is put yourself out there. So get on out there and do your best now, you hear? (laughs) Hey, what are you still doing here? I'm just kidding. I always thought that'd be so funny to put like an ad at the very end after the outro. So here we go. We're doing it. We're doing it, friends. Um, If you need a website done and you want it done well, take it from me. You need to call Arch Digital Solutions. I just hired them to have my husband's website built. I was so happy with their service that I literally asked them if I could promote them. So. Uh, they did Eli Shipley.com. We had like a one and a half hour conversation over zoom and they built his entire website off of that. Plus a little like questionnaire. They also built him a Google profile, which has gotten him business already. And they just did this a few weeks ago. Um, they also specialize in search engine optimization and they do Facebook ads, if that's something that you're looking for. But I would say start with the website. If your website needs a refresh, this might just be the perfect opportunity. Reach out to them. Have a conversation. I'm going to put their link in the show notes. And yeah, let me know how it goes. Let them know that I sent you. Okay, for real now. Bye.